Servus Freunde, my name is Jimmy Cage, I have reviewed about 400 indie movies on the channel and today I want to talk about another one that was directly picked for us by one of our awesome Masala Maistatir supporters. Skadoosh has chosen the 2013 Bengali language period fantasy comedy drama Goina Baksho. It was written and directed by Aparna Sen based on not just one but two stories. The novel of the same name and the short story Rashmunir Sonadana, both written by Shishendu Mukhopadhyay. The film revolves around three women of three different generations. The eldest one is Rashmuni, played by Mushumi Chatterjee. She is the matriarch of an aristocratic Bengali Hindu family who was already married when she was only 11 years old and already widowed when she was 12. From then on, as customs dictate, she pretty much had to spend her life in the shadows, missing out on almost all of life's pleasures and excitements. Oh, and she also spends most of the movie as a ghost, because she dies soon after the youngest son of the family marries our second important character and actual protagonist of the movie, Somlata, played by Konkona Sencharma. But being a ghost doesn't stop Rashmuni from interfering with the lives of the living, especially that of Somlata. She becomes a little bit like a mentor for her, which also gives her the chance to fulfill some of her unfulfilled wishes in life. And she's also constantly abusing her verbally and talking very drastically about her other family members. The third important woman is Choi Tali, played by Surabanti Chatterjee. She's the daughter of Somlata and also functions as the narrator though she only has much to narrate at the very beginning of the movie. It's not until the last 20 minutes that her role becomes bigger and that last 20 minutes was without question the movie's weakest segment. Which is really unfortunate because it's the ending, which is a rather important part of a film. And in my opinion, this one really damages the overall experience a lot. But let's go back to the beginning. The title Gonya Baksho can be translated as the jewelry box. And that box has been in the belonging of Rashmuni ever since she was a little girl. It's basically all she has, all she's allowed to have since there's not much left once she becomes a widow. When she dies at old age, she doesn't want that box to fall in the hands of her greedy relatives. This is where our protagonist Somlata comes in, who is ordered or bullied by Rashmuni to hide it. Well, maybe I should go back one step further, because the actual beginning of Goenya Baksho is this really fast and joyful little song that's playing over the opening credits. It sets the mood for the comedic vibe of the movie, which can probably best be described as a period satire. It's not so much a film driven by a tight story, but rather its characters, this aristocratic family and how they were affected by the changing times. The film begins more or less right after India got its independence. And later, we jump to the year 1971, in which the Bangladesh Liberation War took place. I thought the initial depiction of India in the late 1940s and early 1950s was pretty good. It lent itself to some nice satire and it reminded me a little bit of Satyajit Ray's The Chess Players. Shining a light on these rich landlords who live in their own world and don't quite realize how times are changing. Their fortunes are crumbling, but they don't want or can work either. There's this great scene early on where one of the elders is giving away a bet instead of money to pay for something and then there's this great shot that shows us two members of the family literally fishing while the bet has been dismantled and the parts are getting carried away in the background. Comedic touches like this made Gonya Baksho such a delightful experience for me. At least for a big stretch of its rather long runtime. For a majority, I was sitting there with a nice grin on my face and enjoying the light-hearted humor and satirical nuances. I also really enjoyed to watch Somlata grow stronger and more confident. 
The acting in this can be quite theatrical or even soapy, something that I think is very common in modern Bengali cinema, which I find sometimes hard to endure. But here it mostly fits with a satirical approach. Honestly, I wasn't so sure about the choice to give Somlata this stammer, and I thought the movie was really laying it on thick how shy and insecure she is. But as the movie progresses and as Somlata's character is growing, Konkona Senshama's performance really grew on me as well, and besides the comedic depiction of this time period, I enjoyed this coming-of-age aspect the most about Gonya Baksho. The bond between these two women is really fun and at the same time filmmaker Aparna Sen is tackling several different issues. I liked how Rashmuni wants to know about sex from Somnata and how she openly steers her towards an extramarital affair. Not all of these elements really pay off, but they are there. The movie makes fun of the patriarchy as well, but in a rather sweet nature. It shows all the flaws of these characters quite drastically, but it does seem to like them nonetheless. Which also brings me to one of the true highlights, which is this little rap song called Bangla Rap. It's a really hilarious and unique moment. The music was composed by Devojyoti Mishra, while the cinematography was handled by Sumik Halda. And for the most part, Gonya Baksho has a nice and atmospheric look to it. There are some really wonderful and immersive shots and scenes, but there are also some that give out this modern, digital kind of TV aesthetic that I have seen in a few other contemporary Bengali movies. And while the ghost effects are alright, there are also some shots that look very fake and as if the filmmakers just integrated them because they could. But they are rather off-putting. As is the sound of Rashmuni's voice as a ghost. It's not a big thing, but it sounds a little bit tinny. More important though is that the pacing could have really been better. There are many segments that are quite lovely and charming, and then there are some where you wonder where the movie is going or why it does take so long. Which is especially detrimental in regards to the whole closing segment. Because all of a sudden it feels like we are completely running out of time. Like I mentioned earlier, I think the entire final 20 minutes really damage the movie overall. It feels as if we are sacrificing our actual protagonist and her journey for this tacked-on segment about her daughter. Of course, I'm not as well versed in the history of India and the inclusion of the Bangladesh Liberation War might play out differently for locals, but for me it didn't come together in any meaningful way and I was rather perplexed when the movie ended. I think it's too much and the tone is also changing quite a bit giving up most of what worked so well with the comedy and satire for a more political and emotional approach. Which unfortunately left me rather cold and again perplexed. I'm still happy that I have seen the movie and as I said earlier I had a pretty big and constant smile on my face for a long stretch of time, but the end really didn't work for me and the pacing overall was a bit of a mess. So in German I'd say Goina Bakshow ist immer dann richtig charmant und amüsant, wenn er die Geschichte von Somlata und Rashmuni in diesem historischen Kontext satirisch aufbereitet. Den Bogen, den der Film am Ende spannen möchte, ist leider arg überambitioniert und wirkt aufgesetzt. I give Goina Bakshow 6 out of 10. It's more like 6.2, but I don't do that. Alright, that's it like always. Comment below and let me know what you think about Goina Bakshow. And also, what Bengali movie should I watch next? You can hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd and also on Patreon simply at the Jimmy Cage. And if you enjoyed this episode, please give me a thumbs up, share, subscribe, whatever you like. And make sure you hit that bell for all I have to tell.